Hello and welcome back to Teach, a podcast about teaching and learning in South Australia. I'm Dale Atkinson from South Australia's Department for Education. Today, we're in the state's innovation hub at Lot 14, where a few hundred students from around 20 schools are learning more about career options in the defence, space and cyber industries. We've just launched the department's new Student Pathways website, which is a key piece of the puzzle in terms of raising the visibility of vocational pathways for our students and helping them to plot their way toward a career that matches their passions. Joining me today to talk about that website and the department's refreshed approach to vocational education is Executive Director for Student Pathways and Careers, Claire Fezcheck, and alongside her is a man who wears a lot of hats, but in this instance joins us in his capacity as a member of the South Australian Skills Commission, Dino Rossi. Welcome to you both. Thank you. So first of all, the last 18 months for the Department for Education, we've delivered a fairly significant change in our approach to vocational education and training, Claire. Give us the elevator pitch on um, what you and the team have put in place and the motivation behind it. Yeah, South Australia is taking a nation-leading approach into pathways career education and motivating students to think about careers post-school. So the last 18 months to two years, we've been working on the VET for school students policy, reforming VET within schools. So it's the highest quality. It's actually aligned to industry need and it creates a pathway that students can start within school and then complete post-school and get into their career sooner. As part of that, it's been the development of the website, which you mentioned, Dale, has been launched today, and we've been very excited about the website. Um, The website really gives students an idea of all the possibilities and helps them to understand the world of work and understand what it means to actually have a job in certain industries and what's required to actually prepare for work post-school. One of the key things that stands out for me and as a guy in his early 40s was that for us careers education and and the understanding of where vocational education and training could take you was extremely limited. I think my careers exposure was probably... Um, you know, a couple of half-hour sessions with a bloke who was nominally the geography teacher and you talked a little bit about, I don't know, there was a there was a tick box on some things that you might be interested in further on and then they gave you some subject options and that was pretty much it. You were left to your own devices. So this is really about recalibrating a lot of that and giving students a lot more agency in, in making their decisions, isn't it? It certainly is, yeah. So this is about um, really inspiring students to think about their interests and what their passions are. It's certainly not about locking in students to a particular career. We know that students will have multiple jobs, multiple careers, multiple industries. So it's really about them understanding what they enjoy, what industries they might be interested in, and then exploring those opportunities as much as possible through career events or through tours of different industries or through work experience or even volunteering. And the research shows that the sooner students do that and get involved in those kind of things, the more informed they are. So better informed to understand what the options are. And I think one of the challenges today is that there's so many options available. You know, we, we live with that. You can be anything, you can do anything. And in many ways, that actually is quite overwhelming for young people. So by giving young people the agency and the opportunities, making it easy for them to explore all these options, it helps them to hone in on what they're really interested in. Yeah, and the interesting thing, I think, is that the website effectively is a product that's flown on from an awful lot of other work around essentially linking those vocational pathways with the areas of study um, and the areas of training that we know will 
will get them into jobs or get them into careers where there are job opportunities. Yeah, so vocational education and training is a great way to actually learn technical skills that industry value. Vocational education and training in schools gives students the opportunity to start that workplace training as early as possible. We know that vocational education and training is designed by industry for industry. It creates a real feel of what it's like to actually work in the job. And what we've done with the development of flexible industry pathways as part of this reform, we've worked with industry to say, okay, what is the vocational education training? What are the, the skills? What are the industry certificates that young students in school need to actually enter into your industry. So the flexible industry pathways as part of the VET reform really provide that pathway to areas where we know there's jobs and we know that industry actually value students coming in through that route. So it's actually quite a significant change in the way that VET's been delivered in schools in the past. It's a pathway that industry endorsed that leads to jobs in South Australia. And the important thing with this reform as well is we actually want to keep South Australians in South Australia. For young people to see that there are opportunities and how to get to these job opportunities is really important to us. Yeah, there might be an opportunity to bring Dino Rossi in on this <laughs> conversation a little bit because I guess in your role with the SA Skills Commission and externally, as I mentioned earlier, you wear a lot of hats. Tell us a little bit about you know your background and what you do and, and a little bit about how that's helped Claire and her team to, to shape the conversation around developing those, yeah, those tips. Yeah, sure. So first, a little bit of my background. So I did come through a trade, finished year 12 and took the pathway to do a trade. I'm an instrumentation tradesman and very, very proud of it. As I mentioned to someone today, I still pay for my, for my license, even though I don't practice it and haven't done for many, many years. But subsequent to that, um, yeah, then I uh, continued training, ended up doing a Diploma of Information Technology at TAFE, um, have worked in the IT industry pretty much my entire career, and then subsequently went on and did higher education in uh, business management training, as well as um, some research as well. So, um, you know, my career very much started at, as, as being an apprentice, and then growing through that apprenticeship, looking at further opportunities and where that apprenticeship could take me and what the skills offered. And now I find myself enjoying a variety of different roles, mainly focused around industry partnership. My role today on the commission, I'm chair of the uh, Industry Skills Council on the commission, which covers technology, um, cybersecurity, creative industries and business. And my role is to inform uh, and, and bring together industry and to inform industry of what the various options are available for them to be able to secure new emerging talent and to work with the department and work with Claire and her team on how we can create those opportunities for um, students and not just students but also for their advisors and when I talk about that I'm thinking of parents, I'm thinking of career advisors, I'm thinking of their peers, I'm thinking of teachers and helping inform them of what these options are because often they simply don't know. You talked before about some of the challenges that vocational training has had, so let's just say, over the last 20 years. And that hasn't just been from the perspective of students, uh, as Claire shared. It's also been from the perspective of industry. Industry has lost contact in some yeah. ways. There's a lot of industries out there that don't clearly understand the opportunities for them in partnering with vocational training to secure their next emerging talent that can be used for their industries. And it's, a, it's such an important role. So we're at Lot 14 today and I think the listeners will be able to hear a fair bit of work going on in the background and construction work. But the important thing about Lot 14 is it is an innovation hub. It is a space where you know new careers are being created, new industries are being created. How important is it in a workforce and an employment environment where 
You know, there are so many emerging jobs, that there are so many changes in workforce need that we are linking up the schools with the industry, with the education and research institutions. How important is that? It's unbelievably critical. If I, if I lift this up to start with and talk about South Australia, first, it's an exciting time. It is really exciting. So you mentioned Lot 14, there's also the Tonsley District, there's also um, Mawson Lakes. We've got the defence sector really starting to emerge really strongly. We've got space emerging. We are attracting a lot of international organisations right now into Lot 14 and they are excited to be here. That means talent. We need to continue to grow our talent pool, ensuring that all of our educational institutions, from vocational training to, to university to research institutions, are tightly linked with industry. Industry informs the education institutions of what it needs out of emerging talent. Mm. Um, so that linkage is unbelievably critical. The other piece to that that I would add as well is that it's also incumbent on industry to do that. Um, so if industry is looking and needs talent, it can't just simply point a finger over at an education institution and say, oh, you're not giving me the talent I want. Now's the time to engage with them, which is what we're doing, to ensure that, I use the term a lot, but this emerging talent that's coming out has opportunities and does, you know, does meet the needs of industry. I guess that's one of the key functions of the website, Claire, is really essentially acting as a shop window for, for students, but also there's a need for the industry to bid into that, isn't there? That they have a role in terms of making themselves visible and available to, to kids. Yeah, that's right. The, the opportunity with a website is, as you say, Dale, is for the students, but also for industry employers too. And we hear all the time that industry and employers do want to connect with schools, but actually don't know how to. And the website gives a means of uh, industry and employers actually posting opportunities and being, being able to contact over 500 different schools in the state and promote those either jobs or even industry-based projects that students could pick up as part of the curriculum and a part of their timetable. So the website certainly is, is aimed at students and families but also industry and employers. And there's an industry employer section on that website, which we are heavily promoting with, with employers to actually have a look, see what you can do, and then post your opportunities. Now let's talk a little bit about the additional functionality that sits in that website, because it's really been built with students in mind to make them able to see the opportunities that are available, but also to record some of their experiences and to be able to create a portfolio of skills and activities that they can then use as they transition into work. Can you tell yeah. us a bit about those? So the website is the first for, for South Australia, and, and I think it's probably a, um, a world leader in terms of bringing different components together. The website has a couple of places where students can actually register. The first is the World of Work Challenge and this is a self-initiated student part of the website where they can actually go and discover different experiences and log the hours that they've been involved in those experiences. When a student reaches 100 hours, they actually gain a certificate. That certificate then is verified by their teacher in their school or the career advisor in the school. And that contributes to a profile for the student that then when they do apply for jobs, they've got a certificate of experience, which gives them some credibility with future employers. The World of Work uh, certificate also automatically goes into a, a CV builder, which is on the website, another area of the website that's specifically designed for students. And the CV builder is a template 
for building a CV. The CV builder is, has been designed in line with LinkedIn. So we all have a LinkedIn profile. Uh, we're all familiar with that technology. The CV builder is LinkedIn for school students. Without the social media and the connectivity, it's a safe place for students to actually think about what a CV looks like and start to build their CV and use their experiences that they've gained through the World of Work Challenge to populate the CV. The CV then can be downloaded and it can be customised and it can be sent off to employers. It's a really active and, and living thing and I know it's going to develop over the coming years as industry gets more involved in terms of uh, posting things up and as, as the kids start to engage with the World of Work Challenge and, and other things like that. So it's a, it's a really powerful tool uh, in that regard, so I think it's great. So I guess uh, the question which I have for both of you and I'll ask you separately is um, where next for, for the VET team? Where next for the way that industry and the sectors engage with, yeah. with education? Claire, I might start with you. Yeah, so this is just the start. So we're very excited to have the website and to be launching Flexible Industry Pathways for 2022. But really it's the start of bigger, bigger things. What we are aiming for is every student has a career plan with multiple pathway options. Career plan is developed with the student based on all their experiences, based on their discovery and their use of the website and their world of work challenge. And um, students are then setting themselves up for something post-school which is meaningful for them. So yeah. at this stage, the focus has been very much on VET and the flexible industry pathways. We see those expanding to be much more than just what they are now. So 2022 is an exciting year, but it's the starting year for this work. I think South Australian students deserve this. They deserve the best opportunities possible. And South Australia as a state deserves it too. Yeah. And yeah. Dino, where do you think we should be in five years from now? Where well, we should be in five years. Um, where we should be is having, for me personally, right, and I think for my industry skills council, my perspective is, number one, have a really wonderful and exciting high-tech industry sector in this state, and we're sitting in the middle of it now and seeing that continue to grow and succeed, number one. Number two, for our industries to provide really good and clear pathways and opportunities, right, for our emerging talent, because it, that is the future of our state, and expand on, I suppose, the flexible industry pathways with actually flexible, uh, what I would simply call career pathways options. When we talk about things like apprentices, when we talk about traineeships and these kind of things, there's often a fixed perspective of what that looks like. Our work on the Commission at the moment is challenging that. The new Act under the South Australian Skills Commission gives us a lot more flexibility. So when we start talking about things like dual traineeships, dual apprenticeships, higher apprenticeships, you know, the notion of what an apprenticeship or a traineeship was or currently is and what it could be in the future, we're looking to challenge that because we think there isn't just one pathway for children, students to enter the, uh, the workforce and there's not just one pathway for industry to engage in that. So we want to be able to provide flexible options for industry and flexible options for students that ultimately um, give us a, a really, really good base of talent in our state to support, for example, the emerging industries that are, that are growing so rapidly, so yeah. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, one of the great things about 
being here today at the Defence Space and, and Cyber Expo is you can see so many parts of the puzzle together. You've got education, you've got sort of industry sectors, you've got people from the Skills Council, you've got politicians, teachers, educators, right across the spectrum. And there's absolutely no shortage of, of passion and enthusiasm and, and interest in, in making this work. And I think um, one of the really great things is that within the framework of the FIPS and the website and the work that you guys are doing together is we're really moving forward in a, a really exciting and, um, and great way. So I think we're, we're going to be in a, in a great spot in five years and even better as we move forward. So, Dino and Claire, thank you very much for your time. You're welcome. Thanks, Dale. Thank you. Thank you.